What's up to all our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the mother-loving geek nation? Also hench women and hench hench uh, them, persons, them. hench persons, hench folk. Yeah. Um, you're currently tuning into the Not So Secret Cold Pop Invasion, episode 37, a show where we're going to talk about uh, mostly TV, but also maybe movies and comics and um, scrolls being shady and all other things that scratch your nerdy itch. We're coming to you live from Young Junk. Junk. HQ, a bomb-ass production, podcast production space in Philadelphia, PA. That name again is... Young Chomp! Thank you. I'm your scroll-loving host, Johnny Destructo, of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19127, a place where you can go and buy Secret Invasion comic book, oh. a Miss Marvel comic book, oh, uh, maybe a, a Moon Knight comic book. Can Ooh. they buy I, more than one of each I'm of these? I'm sensing a yes. theme with these suggestions <laughs> on things that they can purchase. Where is that they can purchase? At, at Johnny Destructor's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19127. The best, the best um, comic shop in... A super rad comic shop. A super rad comic yeah, yeah, shop. Yeah. With me tonight are Brian. Hi. And then other people this week. Look, they're back. Hi, Noel. Hi. Dink. And, uh, oh, was that? That was still, me. I was just saying hi. Okay. That was, yeah. And well, I Len. can go again. Do you want to try? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, we're not live. Two. We'll do this again. Uh, with me this week, also Noel. Hi. Oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh! you, you know what? Thank you, because I forgot my line. But you got it. It was uh, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Len. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, also, in the, the dirty, stinky little booth is our trusty producer, Dylan. Dylan, can they hear you? Dylan, uh, can, Dylan, can you hear me? Well, sorry, guys. It's weird. He mimed no as though <laughs> they hear could it. hear him, right. <laughs> but we, he didn't want them we to. We can hear you. <laughs> yeah. uh, before, we, before we get into tonight's discussion, I want to thank you for hanging out. You could be anywhere in the world right now, and you decided to be here with us. Yeah. So hit that bell icon so you get a little ringle dingle whenever we do this bullshit that we're about to do. Uh, email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. And that is the intro. I think I did a pretty good job. Uh, now on to the, the section of the show I like to call, What You Been Up To This Week? Huh? Brian. Hey. Um, how's your shirt? Do you always wear a black shirt? Not always, Do you but ever wear, like, often. Occasionally you have a graphic tee, right? <laughs> I occasionally have a graphic tee, which is sort of a new thing over the last few years. Yeah, you I seem like a really guy who would only, like, you would just wear... This, your whole closet yeah. would be the same Inspector outfit. Gadget style. Just yeah. I thought about that. Yeah, I thought about. I think doing about that. it all the time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I love graphic tees so much. Sure. Yeah. Well, you could just have one. Yeah. You can yeah. also. You can yeah, also just wipe it over <laughs> and over again. That's true. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, secondary question: What you been up yeah. to this week? Huh? Oh, what an intriguing uh, inquiry. Query. It's like yeah. you, you didn't know it was coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just thought it was a fun name for the segment. Where we talk about shirts. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, what I've been up to this week, huh, is that I watched Foundation. Um, show about makeup or? Huh? Mm-hmm. 
makeup and the bottoms of houses and buildings. Yeah, what? Yeah. What, yeah. A, what an interesting pairing. It is. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Tell us and, more. Well, I'll tell you what it's also and actually about is uh, this is season two. It is based on the Isaac Asimov. Mm, yes. I guess short stories, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Foundational short stories. Yes. They are sort of <laughs> to science fiction, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, they're also one of the places that he created the word robotics, which has entered our language, and also huh. the word psychohistory, which is in the dictionary, but we can't actually do, so that we don't use it that often. Yeah. But it, But it is <laughs> foundational to the story. So the idea is that uh, this guy, Harry Seldon, he's this brilliant mathematician, and he figures out that this galactic empire that has been around for like tens of thousands of years is going to crumble. And he figures that out because he has developed the science of psychohistory, which can predict uh, the motions of very, very large groups of people. Hmm. It's so far beyond Earth that there are like trillions and trillions and trillions of people out there. And with that many people, psychohistory works. So he sees that this collapse is going to happen and he knows that he can't do anything about it. But what he can do is shorten the dark ages that come afterwards from like 30,000 years down to 5,000 years or something like that. And the way that he does it is he sets up this, uh, this like outpost at first that he, that is the foundation and they're in the right place at the right time for all of these things to occur that will, uh, through a series of crises that they will just solve, mm-hmm. um, will make them the next galactic empire. Yeah. And so that's how they shorten it. And it's a fascinating idea, right? It causes the books to get a little formulaic because really the solution to every crisis is it works out yeah. <laughs> because of how everything is set up. And it doesn't matter the individual people involved. If they didn't do it, someone else would kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the show, it's been a little more narrativized, right? Than this, this like grand sweep of history kind of thing, um, which I love. But the show's doing a great job too, where you've got um, uh, what's his name, the Jared guy Harris. Who, no, is he? Does he play Harry Seldon? Maybe I don't know who Harry Seldon is. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, Lee Pace. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the it's a small change from the from the books. The emperor is three clones of the emperor. One is young, one is the emperor, and one is old. Yeah. Brothers Day, Dawn, and Dusk. And so Lee Pace plays successive emperors and Terrence Stamp plays successive Dusks and uh, I don't know the name of the guy that plays Day. But or uh, Dawn. So that keeps a little continuity mm-hmm. throughout it. You've also got, um, in the books, there's important characters named Gal Dornick and Salvor Hardin, um, who have been changed from men to women. And I think it works, <laughs> like it always works, but it works exceptionally well, because it's not like Salvor is a, <laughs> is a gendered name even now, you know? Um, and they don't stick around in the books because like hundreds of years pass yeah. between, but... Through some devices, they do stick around uh, during all throughout season one and so far in season two. So it's a little bit of a change that some people are up in arms about. What? Yeah. If you can imagine. I can't. Right. But they also fulfill a role that is filled by somebody else in the book. So I think it works out really well. They're all uh, very enjoyable to watch. Mm -hmm. And you get 
not just one very distant future civilization, but because there's a whole galaxy of societies, you get to see a lot of very mm. distant future civilizations. And that's something I love. You know, this like uh, massive grand spectacle kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's it doesn't have the the interesting aspect of well everything just kind of works out and then you jump ahead 200 years and you meet a whole new cast of characters that the books do but it is very cool in its own right and um i recommend it nice i, I yeah. imagine that would be difficult to 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 do in a television show yeah. because for audience attention you have to be invested for a period yeah. of time yeah. yeah and not doing that just makes it an anthology and people drop off and who cares yep. right 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 yeah. i mean even i i love the books by the end of the series it's like oh here it is again <laughs> yeah. you know the same thing basically cool. yeah. yeah and doing the thing with the emperors was a brilliant idea that it, they're different characters that are exactly the same character yeah. nice yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty show it is a pretty show right yeah it keeps coming up on my apple tv like yeah yeah screen yeah. and I, I i see lee pace and i'm like oh he's like, great I like that guy. he's yeah. great in it and like len mentioned a, a few weeks ago or months apple is prestige tv yeah right oh, now yeah. whether you like it or not that's, that's what hbo used to be yeah. yeah and uh and this fits right in there with that it's it's uh very yeah. big you know i don't think they're like i don't think apple is actually at least their television their their product is actually turning profit mm. they're just not, funding it for prestige yeah. Mm. Yeah, so mm. it's that's why it's actually like quality wise mm -hmm. is better because they're not actually trying to they're actually trying to make money it's Interesting. it's a it's a loss leader mm -hmm. but it gets them in the conversation and that's enough yeah. mm. so, so that's cool. why you get four fucking seasons of for all mankind i think i know two people mm. that watched it I've never <laughs> however yeah, I don't even know that. so many people like talk about it as like a, a lot of like critics will talk about it as like one of the best shows but wow. how many people you know watch it or even know what it's about I, stuff I, like that i right? dropped it after the second season there you go there i really like the morning show that was awesome I, i've heard good things i know all about great. it i've it's not great. seen any of it it's yeah. delightful uh hey len Yes. What do you got to say about what you did this week, huh? Uh -huh. Well, it's, this is not about what I did this week. Mm -hmm. It is about something uh, very um, that you felt. Yeah, I felt. I felt. I was. I was in my feels this week. Um, quick, just to acknowledge someone in the chat. I see that Hal twenty eight fourteen. What's up? What's up, dog? Um, asking whether or not anyone here watched the clone Tyrone. Well, my partner on the on the Michelle Mission, Vincent, has been asking me to watch They Clone Tyrone. I just haven't had the opportunity, so I it, that did it you great. know that that was even? I, I turned on the TV one oh, day yeah. and there was just was it Netflix? Yeah. And it was just They Clone Tyrone, and I was like, "What the fuck? Where did no, this come no, no. from?" The, 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 the trailer, the, the trailer like dropped like ago. a few like yeah, yeah a few there months hubbub? ago. Yeah, there's hubbub. Yeah, great, awesome. Yeah, well, we've been waiting for it. it looks um, cool. And now it's just got to. I have to find a time, and I especially have to find a time because. Everybody I know was talking about. Mm. It. Like, is it a movie or a show? It's a movie. Great, great. It's a movie. That's a little easier. Um, and it's supposed to be really, really dope. It's yeah. Jamie Fox, Tiana Paris, um, John Boyega. Like, yo, oh, nice. I'm gonna see it. So I will be seeing it. Um, but I was in my feels this week because you know you get to be a certain age, um, and I, I I recognize this with the crossing of the the millennium into 2000s and as we march I believe it was on, the millennium. 
The, yeah, no. I did, no, I think no he, I it's think the millennium. <laughs> I think he lost that in 2010 and when he slapped man on that's television. True, yeah. true. It'll always be the millennium to me. And when he ultimately okay. does not live for 1,000 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But maybe he will. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you don't, don't know, know anything yeah. about Will Smith, man? I do not. <laughs> no, I don't. And I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You get to an age. You get to a certain age and... Um, you know, you start noticing more and more of your 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 childhood starts leaving you, right? Yeah. And this week, a part of, you know, probably not my childhood, but certainly like my younger eight years left us when Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, passed away at the age of 70 years old. I mm-hmm. was flabbergasted to find out that he was 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old was he during Pee Wee's Playhouse? And that puts him in his like thirties. Thirties. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, mid, it was mid about to late thirties. Right. Just mm. you know, and his persona was so youthful that it yeah. just—it's weird to think of him older. I guess. I know. I know. He right? also he had uh, like a, a youngish, boyish face. Yeah. You know oh, what very I mean? Much, very much. Yeah. Well, yeah, I saw a picture of him in his seventies, and I was like, oh, he just looks like Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Looks, yeah. yeah. He looked great but for like seventy. He, yeah, with a TikTok filter, maybe. Yeah. Right. Where it made him look a little older. Right. I um. I remember. I remember seeing. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, mm. twice in movie theaters. Once at a drive-in in Downers Grove, oh, Illinois. That's a good way to see it. Yeah, it was great. That's perfect. Way I to like. See I it. it just burned into my memory. And, and he also Pee-wee made Herman. our list of like childhood traumas, right? With the uh, oh, yeah. oh large, large Marge. Marge sense, yeah. I believe yeah. he was yeah. yours. Yeah. I still like for a long time. I still didn't understand the joke about the Alamo, the basement. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand why it's so funny. What? Yeah. Wait, what, what was the joke? No, that there's no basement. There's no basement in the Oh, in the Alamo. Oh, I got you. Yeah. (laughs) But like, yeah, so like Pee Wee Herman, um, the movies were were fantastic. Then you think about, you know, of course, the... um, Saturday morning show, Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, that's what I first knew him from. I, well, yeah, I knew him from the movies. I actually knew him from um, just appearing. He would show up on like, like David Letterman and... Oh, interesting. uh, I I think he either showed up on... Either Saturday Night Live or SCTV a couple of times as well. Like he, he was like a name. He was, well, he was one of the Groundlings, right? He, he started with the yeah. Groundlings. He started with the Groundlings. That, so I assume like I don't know anything pre Playhouse. Playhouse. Okay. Hmm. So was that always his sort of persona? That was his thing. It was, that was just always Pee Wee. It yeah. was never now, now like when he, he was the, a stand up. Well, doing no, different when he jokes. was in the Groundlings, and the Groundlings is famously an improv troupe. Okay. Like people who saw him back then, and he was like one of the the stars of the Groundlings. He, you know, he was known for being able to do multiple characters. Oh, okay. But Pee Wee was one of them. And then Pee Wee was the one that I, I'm pretty sure he debuted on an episode of Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? The dating show. Was it the dating show? I actually just what? found out about this. Yeah, okay. So he did stand up here and there, but he wouldn't do... he. He always had trouble um, remembering punchlines. Yeah, yeah. So he created characters that forgot punchlines. Huh. Oh so his God. whole stand-up nice. routine is the fact that he couldn't remember stand-up. And then he ended awesome. up developing Pee-wee yeah. and decided to try it out at an open casting call for the dating show. <laughs> oh, so okay. he appeared on the dating show three times and actually won once as, as Pee-wee. Pee-wee. That's awesome. That was That's before amazing. they That's made before. it on like. To, 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 to like that. Saturday night, I, and I, I gotta watch that. Now you might. I don't know. know I don't even know if it's available at all. But I, I did see, like you know, they've been sharing videos and stuff yeah. all yeah. week. It's right? probably on YouTube. Um, but the only reason why I know that is because 
they were sharing like some Fallon interviews that he was doing in the last like five years, and they have pictures of him on the dating show. Oh, okay, some uh-huh. of the stories, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Robert says they cloned Tyrone was great. Pee Wee Herman was a major part of my childhood. I'm gonna miss him, says Eddie. I think I first saw Pee Wee Herman on an HBO special. Mm-hmm. It was like a grown-up version of a kid's TV show. That's what I had heard first about yeah, him, I, is that it wasn't always like cutesy. It oh, no, was no, no, very no. adult before no. the cart, the, the Saturday Before the Saturday, Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because even, even the movies, you know, were slightly subversive, you know, and so... Oh, yeah, yeah. weird as hell. But then, then he leaned on it for the, um, for the uh, yeah. Saturday morning. Were the, and, and the movies by before a, the, the show? I think they were yes. for, for the movies yeah, were before the show. Yeah. But you say adult, they were adult for the 80s. Oh, okay. Like, shit it wasn't that's like, happening. No, he it did wasn't not, like he when Bob cr- Saget wasn't no, on Full House. No, 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 no. It was no. just adult-ish. Like anything that's on uh, South Park or Family Guy or literally any sitcom is more adult than his okay. act was. It wasn't so my like understanding. It was just for adults. He was still his character. Yeah. My understanding, but I, which I could be wrong about, is that when he performed it live for the Groundlings, it was very adult. Raunchy. Yeah, probably because yeah. the, uh, the the Groundlings is the improv troupe, and you tend to like lean into like the moment. Yeah, there, whatever. So. The people HBO are laughing special at. though, yeah, yeah. the first thing that's yeah. not like oh sure. I, and in the video store, I remember seeing that it was actually in the family section. Yeah, yeah, because oh, okay. I think that's mm. kind of like mm. a like the, the like almost like a mm. pilot uh, of that. a sort. For Playhouse, oh, yeah, they Playhouse. had the magic word and all kinds of stuff, yeah, and the yeah. set was a little crazy. Like, and then was, Playhouse yeah. was a, Playhouse was like as uh, revelatory as it was for its time. It was also, you know, if you were of a certain age at that point, it was a return to a different, you know, mm-hmm. a older mm-hmm. form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, variety because shows. Th- because those those shows used to be on Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you know uh, Howdy Doody made his name and all right. all those type of things. Um, and then he went on to win a multiple. Emmy Awards for mm-hmm. it. So. Oh yeah, oh, oh that's yeah. cool. I didn't oh, know yeah, that. Um, I've again, everyone's sharing all these really cool like tidbits. Um, John Singleton, rest in peace, was a PA. His first job was a PA on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, oh, interesting. That's a lot where of people he, got their. That's start, where right? he met Lawrence Fishburne, mm-hmm. and Lawrence Fishburne was so nice to him. Got him a coffee as a PA. He was like, "I'm gonna make a movie someday, and I'm mm. writing it for you. And you're gonna star in it." Oh my and he remembered him, and that was Boys in the Hood. Wow. wow. I thought it was yeah. so cool. Like all of these little like that. side side Hollywood stories connecting mm-hmm. the dots to like Paul Rubens. Yeah. Phil Hartman also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, show. And you know what I just found out? Natasha Leone. Oh. Yes. As a little girl. That was like maybe her first on screen thing. And in my head, she sounds exactly as a little girl as she uh, does right like now. A, oh yeah. She just talks correct. like this. Three yeah, pack yeah, a day habit yeah. as a nine year old. A Pee Wee. We'd be remiss also if we didn't mention uh his role in Mystery Men. Yes. Oh, amazing oh film. my yes. God. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Uh, my, actually, the funniest thing he ever did for me was his post credit scene at, uh, at Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 was that a post credit? Oh, uh, yeah, right? It yeah. was like, well, it was the, in the movie, but then it was also after the It keeps the going. Yeah. yeah, it's just he's got this, he gets stabbed with a stake. He's a vampire. Yeah. yeah. And he just takes forever to die. <laughs> and I laughed my cackles off. Oh, also shows up. You don't have any cackles now? I'm cackleless. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, also shows up in Cackle. What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, does he? In, um, there's I a scene where uh, a bunch of people who have played vampires in movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. are vampires. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Blade yeah, yeah. shows up. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. It was like a council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was he there? 
He was oh, there. Oh, that's awesome. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm. Uh, hey, you watch that show. Dylan, producer Dylan, Terry's in the chat saying, damn, Dylan looks and sounds amazing. Uh, but so do we know Do we know if he's being sincere? Yeah, he's being sincere. Uh, Terry, can you jump in the chat and clarify if he's being and, sincere? But how will we know Please, if that's you. sincere? Yeah. That's well, because I'm calling him out on it. <laughs> Eddie Madison, um, I haven't discussed it with the folks here, but you saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem today, and it was awesome. I hope that's going to be our next week's main review. Sure. If I can get these other cats to watch that movie. I'm very excited for that Oh, I can't wait movie. to watch it. It's just it about timing. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, great. Anything? Do you want to say anything? Are no. You good? No, rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. Yes. Paul Rubens. Pee-wee. None of it, none of his content is dated. Everyone should watch it. Hmm. Uh, no. What you been up to this week? Hmm. Oh, uh, well, this past week I was on vacation, so I did a lot of reading, stuff that was on my to-read pile. A bunch of it was great. but One, one of thi- my favorite things when you go on vacation is you coming back and telling me about all the things you did. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, I have a list, but I won't go into that. I only want to talk about something I read that I'm, I have so many mixed emotions about. It's a, a graphic novel. Well, I mean, a, a miniseries that came out earlier this year uh, called Batman Fortress. It's an eight-issue or seven-issue miniseries. Uh, seven ri- would be a weird number. It is. It's yeah. mm. more than six, show less the, than ten. Show the cup. Uh, well, so uh, it's uh, written by Gary Whitta <laughs> with art by Derek Robertson. Yes, of the of, boys. Of the fame. boys. And yeah. Gary Whitta of, um, oh, actually Terry Leahy. I'm being sincere. And Paul Rubens in yes. Blow was amazing. Yes. That was oh. amazing. Oh, I love that Blow call, Terry. Anyway, um, so Gary Whitta, uh, I, th- I believe his bona fides as a writer is in Hollywood as well as a novelist. And I remember his name specifically because if you guys remember when George Lucas sold Lucasfilm, to, he sold Star Wars to Disney. It was with this pitch of three more movies yeah. and his writer on them was Gary Whitta. Oh, oh okay. Interesting. Oh, all so right. he's got like some weird Star Wars connections and some other like um, I think in-universe novels but he wrote Rogue One. There you go. Oh. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, so this book is uh, the entire world goes dark, all the power is out uh, everywhere and you know hilarity ensues. Uh, Batman finds out that it is due to uh, what seems as though somebody uh, interplanetary is staging an invasion. Mm. So they're cutting us all off and searching for something on the planet. Um, and Superman is nowhere to be found. I don't know if you said, but so it, would this be considered like an Elseworlds? It absolutely does not happen in continuity mm. due to some of the choices that are made in this book. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, it's So it's a mystery that two or three issues in, Becomes a straight up heist. Oh, like because that. Batman realizes uh, wherever Kal-El is, he's not here to help us. Um, and these aliens, whoever they are, seem to have tech that is either of Kryptonian origin or adjacent to. So the only place we know that has a surplus of Fortress Kryptonian. Of solitude. Yes, the Fortress of Solitude. So he puts together a team. Are they ragtag? There's something. I love um, a ragtag team. So you got uh, Dale, D A Y L. The well, it doesn't come more ragtag. The, than he's the Dale. raggiest, the, of the raggiest of tags. The rodent Green Lantern. Um, you've got uh, Red Arrow, the the okay. female Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah. she's new. Yeah. Um, I think that's her. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm thinking of the Red Canary. J- uh, Jackson Hyde, uh, because Aquaman is mm-hmm. uh, not around. Not Calderon. Yeah. Yeah, not Calderon. 
Um, and right. the last player is somebody who is an expert in all Kryptonian technology, who just happens to be the president of the United States, and that's Lex Luthor. Uh, now, so that's the team that has to break into the, for first of all, find the Fortress of Solitude, break into it, and then only use that tech in order to fight whoever this is. Okay, this sounds great, hmm. but you have mixed motions. Dot, dot, dot. Um, there's some shot. So first of all, Derek Robertson's art is both great and horrifying. It's a little unnerving at times. A little bit. Uh, there's some there's some uh, uh, pages and splashes and panels and action that is just so effing amazing and like on par with some of his best work. And then there's also some like reaction shots where it looks like Batman's whole mouth part is moving off of his face and turning into Powdered Toast Man. So I, I like <laughs> it is it's uneven. Right. When it works, it works like gangbusters. When it doesn't, it's a little it's jarring. Also, the characterization of Lex Luthor here is 100% in every way, shape, and form, Gene Hackman. Oh, uh -huh. I like that. Okay. It is. It is. Uh, he makes jokes about land grabs. He's weird. Uh, he, um, Otis is on his cabinet. It Mr. is Luthor. Yeah, it is right. that. <laughs> but then there are parts in this book that go to extreme violence. Oh, well, Derek Robinson. Yeah, um, he draws that. So like it's it's a weird mix of tones where like on one hand you've got a whole sequence where Lex Luthor has his classic suit but because he's the president of the United States now it has a presidential crest hmm. and looks like mm -hmm. Air Force One. I love that. But then you also have like beloved characters being turned into dusk in grotesque fashion uh, because they don't know where Superman is. And then there's a choice at the very end of the book that I just did not buy in an Elseworld or anywhere else regarding where Superman actually is. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Did you say characters are turned into dust? Murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight murdered. There's there's a couple of deaths in here where I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and now uh, you're saying, oh, okay, because of the artistic depiction of it? Both. Oh, I, I won't yeah. Mind. <laughs> um, I'll show you. I'll show you. But no, it's it's please. an interesting That's the reason he doesn't want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, one's grotesque. One is shocking. Well, both are shocking. One's grotesque. Yeah. But this is a weird. This is one of those books that like I'm glad I read it. I have no idea if I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I I want other people to read it, but okay. I, I still am like you probably won't like it. Will you like, read you know, it again? Like a, will I read it again? No, I'm probably gonna sell this. Mm. Wow. Let yeah. me read it first. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I before, mean, before that, though, make sure to put clockwork orange eye things on Len and make him look at all the violent <laughs> art. Uh, I'm going to find one. But you can move Why on. Why do you do these things? <laughs> Why do y'all do these things to me? So speaking of being in your fields this week, the thing that I've been up to this week, uh, actually, what ju that just I just found out. Noel came and told me about uh, one of my favorite I don't uh, writers in comic dumb is named Donnie Cates, and he he wrote God Country. Mm -hmm. He did uh, an overhaul yeah. on Venom, which I found to be, despite all of my um, inclinations, to be wonderful and fun. Uh, I you know normally I don't like when a character like Venom becomes a completely different character almost, mm. but uh, the stuff he did with Venom and King in Black, um, he usually follows up Jason Aaron. Yeah. A lot who I love. So the fact that, like, oh, man, Jason Aaron's leaving this book. Oh, Donny Cates is picking it up. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, uh, he also has done Cosmic Ghost Rider. My favorite Thanos series of all time, Thanos Wins, which introduces the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Mm. And uh, Image Book cro Crossover. Anyway. Guardians. He was in the oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, right. Baby Teeth. Um, redneck. 
we'll just keep coming. They're all bangers. Yeah. They're basically all bangers. Yeah. Um, and then he Speaking he just disappeared. He just disappeared. Mm. Um, I wasn't sure what happened to him. Uh, other writers started taking over his books. There wasn't any real um, announcement. There was no announcement. There was no firing. There was it was just a, a slow fade away. Most comic book writers, uh, in general, uh, by the nature of the business, have two or three scripts banked because yeah. they have to write them two to three months in advance, and then the artists take over them. Like you know, so. It really was like a slow fade to his name started not coming off the books, but then all of a sudden there was his his social media presence disappeared. Co-writers started showing up and then just other writers started showing up on his books and no announcement was made and nothing was going on. So there was mystery as to what was happening with him. Yeah, and I was bummed out. I was I was hoping he was all right, but I was really curious as to what happened. Hmm. And then Noel came by just now and said... Oh, um, so he made his first public appearance this past week at uh, SDCC, San Diego Comic Con, um, or International Comic Con. What the hell is it called? I, I don't know. care. San Diego Comic Con. Still San Diego. It sounds like a disease. Um, but he <laughs> lets a media outlet know, "Hey, by the way, I have been gone so long because I was in a terrible car accident, busted my orbital socket, uh, was out." And lost about six or lost about six months worth of my memory. Yeah. Mm. And I am now on the mend after relearning to tie my shoes and eat. Wow. Um, and just want to let you guys know. That's awesome. Cool. That he's back. Yeah. 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 He's doing better. Yeah. Uh, he made a quote. Oh yeah. That we found to uh, be pretty vamp. Fun. I'll get it. It was very funny. Um. So yeah. Do you guys know Donny Cates at all? Have you read any of his stuff? I have the preponderances stuff that I've read for the show. Yeah. Um. But have liked. A lot. Yeah. We did uh, Vanish. I think um, Vanish number one it was a very 90s vibe. It was almost like Harry Potter meets Spawn. I don't remember that one. That's okay. Okay. Um, so this is this was his official statement. Um, I was in the backseat of a car pulling off the highway when it, we were hit by a truck from behind, sending my head into not just the middle console, but also the open laptop in front of me, the result of which shattered my orbital socket, sliced my head open like a grape, and caused a not insignificant amount of bleeding on my brain. So yeah, for me, I was in a car heading, in, heading to the airport and then boom, kind of teleported to the hospital ER with no idea of how the hell I... How the hell that happened or who I was. So, yeah, not my favorite thing that's been happening this year, and it's been a weird year. Did they post any pictures that you can show Len? Yeah, sure. Uh, but like the video says, I'm back on the mend, and it's a better it's better every day. The good news is that I've had the opportunity to read my own books and have them be a surprise. <laughs> Did you guys know that Cosmic Ghostwriter is actually Frank Castle? Wild. <laughs> I'd like to say that I'm sorry to all my fans and friends and YouTube trolls and whoever else if it seemed like I've just disappeared. I've had to relearn how to tie my own shoes and feed myself and all that boring crap. But I assure you, a little brain damage won't stop me from doing whatever it is that I do that you all seem to enjoy so much. Thank you, Donny Cates. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just uh, delighted to hear that he is on the mend. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've also yeah. Um, been missing his books. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. He's one of my faves. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to read more of them when he's feeling well enough to write them. Yeah, yeah. so um, welcome back, Donny Cates. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's what we've been up to this week. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. All right, so Secret Invasion. You know what? I'm going to read the prompt. D MCU Disney Plus ranking. 
<laughs> With the season finale of Secret Invasion dropping last week, we decided that in lieu of only talking about that show, yeah. why not rank the entirety of Marvel <laughs> Studios' Disney Plus slate of shows? So... We have done this before with... Yeah, we've done this before with our rankings of comic book events uh, mm -hmm. in, you know, least or least to most or right. least to best uh, order, but we do it in a pattern where we only talk about the show when all of us have ranked it. Yeah. Um, also, the parameters of this is that it's only MCU Disney Plus shows. Yeah. We are not including ABC Family or the Netflix shows or Freeform or Hulu because there's a bunch. What was We're ABC just, Family? With, uh, uh, Cloak, Cloak and, and Dagger. Dagger. Okay, that was yeah. good. Was it? Yeah, it was good. I liked that. Yeah. And uh, then uh, what's his name was on um, Hulu. Runaways. Runaways yeah. was on Hulu. Um, Hellstrom. A whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. I forgot they did. Yeah. Hellstrom. It, like mm -hmm. I. So did they. It, yeah. It, now, right. It had a potential to get real unruly. Yeah. So we're just keeping it with the yeah, Disney yeah. shows. That is nine shows, um, uh, which are. Uh, WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, What If, Hawkeye. Um, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Secret Invasion. Hmm. All right. Easily done. Uh, so what we'll do, um, we'll start to the left. Okay. Oh wait, no. You know what? Nope. We're gonna go that way. It's fine with me. We're gonna Take start. That we're gonna start with Ryan. Do you guys remember your ranking in reverse order, nine oh. to one? Yes, yep. I do. So nope. get them ready. Okay. Because that's the order we have to go in. Okay. Here it comes. So, how this goes is I will call on you. Yeah. You'll tell me what that number is, hmm. what show it is, Nine. and then I'll let you know when we could talk about it because that means it's been mentioned by everyone. Okay. Does that make sense to everybody? No. Just, just, just <laughs> yeah, follow the you'll props. You'll pick it up by you'll pick it four up. You'll or five. Good. You'll be good. You got this. All right. So, Brian, yeah. what was your technically least favorite? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, was my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, so... Yeah. We'll get to reasons. it. JD, what is hey, your least hi. favorite MCU Disney Plus show? I would like to start this off by saying I didn't hate any oh. of them. So even though it's at the bottom of my list, it does not mean that I did not like it. Oh, yeah, can I, I... Homer. Just give your ranking. Homer? Homer I mean, I, I kind of... I could come up with another word. I kind of... <laughs> I, actually, I kind of agree. I don't think any of them are terrible. Like, they all enjoyed all of them. It's okay, just like fine. varying degrees. Yeah. But anyway, what, what if, if... What if? What if what? <laughs> <laughs> Len, you are Homer. Oh wait, I'll, yeah, Len. <laughs> no. What is your number nine? Secret Invasion. Oh, my number nine is also What If. Oh, okay. Brian. Yeah. What's your number eight? What if it was What If? Oh. Yeah. JD, what's your number eight? Secret Invasion. Oh. Len. Moon Knight. My number eight was Secret Invasion. Also. Still not talking about any of them yet. Nothing. Okay. All oh right. God. Brian. The tension is building. What Ooh. is your number seven? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, technically, it's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but all right. Damn whatever. Um, JD. <laughs> Mine was Falcap. <laughs> the Falcon, the Falcon and, and the, the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, same same place. Hey, Len. Ah. What is your number seven? And talk about it. Oh, oh, uh, oh, my number seven is What If, oh. mm -hmm. uh -huh. which uh, I love the premise of it. I mm. love the idea of them doing What If. I loved that it was going to be animated. Oh, mm. there was a show that we forgot. Um, I loved it. No, we didn't because it was on Hulu. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Modoc. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching <laughs> that. Um, but it, it was animated. 
So mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, I liked most of the voice acting on it. You know, I I, I could spend all day with Peggy Carter. Uh huh. Doing whatever. Um. So I would even I would even hang out at nighttime with her. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't kick her out after the day. That's something. Yeah. Not at all. Um. So I I I I, I liked a lot about the show mm. and I even liked the audacity of some of the episodes like the Doctor mm-hmm. Strange episode that I thought was like mm. they went someplace that I did not expect them to go I loved it um, and even at the end with Ultron I was like uh, okay yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. It, it did something yeah. at least you did something I'm I, not mad at you for that I agree with you too. I like it was a, it was a good couple of swings but I I mean I feel like I only I only really remember like two or three of them and that's and that's the point so it was just it was a little bit more of like oh and while i love that it was animated i did not like the animation oh is that i would have preferred i would have like like i would have done it totally different so that's fine that they didn't do what i would have done but the animation style that they chose i just it just didn't agree with me some of the shots were pretty Mm. pretty cool but overall it just felt like especially i think the um, choreography in the first episode with Peggy Carter and yeah. how she moves as Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. Really well done. Honestly, uh, in my estimation, you could probably just watch the episodes that she's in. That's what, three of them? Mm. Yeah. The there first, yeah. second to last and last. Because the other ones in the middle, while there's a couple of cool ideas, they just didn't they don't re- just, well, there were diminishing returns was yeah. the thing with What If. The first one was like a What If comic. What if this event happened differently it was exactly like a what if comic right right if if this key moment changed everything would be different and then in addition to the issue of diminishing returns a lot of the other ones were what if we told a different story than the one we did oh true you know it was just like oh yeah what if this was a completely different universe that wasn't something is different and then you see what plays out from mm-hmm. there the the what if i i keep thinking of the marvel zombies one like mm-hmm. yeah prime such example. a such a cool the design was cool. The concept was cool, but it was—I don't know why I was so bored. <laughs> well, that's that's enough. That it's is like one, it wasn't enough. That is one where the art style of this really fails it yeah. because mm. it doesn't go. It could have been so much harder. So much. Well, that, that's it's a very the one clean art style. That's the one they're yeah. making into a full show. So, which, which one? Marvel Zombies coming oh, out um, next year. Yeah, uh, an episode pitch involving the Guardians of the Galaxy was suggested for the first season, but it had to be scrapped after AC Bradley was told that she had inadvertently written half the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume uh, Three. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Guardians, uh, well, does anybody have anything extra to add to What If? Like, um, that, that was Chadwick one of the better Boseman's episodes. Last, uh, yeah. yeah. Chadwick Boseman's last. Yeah. yeah. That one was really good. Yeah. The Guardians one was really good. Um. So I. I, uh, JD did mention to me, I did not include the two special television events. Werewolf by Night. List, Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Yeah, right. they were, These are just the full shows, unfortunately. Yeah, they weren't series. Yeah. Both of them are great, though. Yeah, I yeah. think Werewolf Agreed. would have been pretty high on my list, actually. Yeah, if we had uh, to, me like, too. Yeah. Yeah. I had forgotten yeah. about it. Yeah, I totally yeah. forgot about it. But now that you say something, it was really good. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, it's to me now, my number seven is WandaVision. Oh. All right. Number six, Brian. Number oh, and talk six. about it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Secret Invasion. Huh. Well, I don't have them numbered, so at the, get, number yeah. nine is easy because it's the yeah. bottom one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting into it. 
yeah. In between, you could put numbers on them. I could do that. No, I uh, think anyway, I Secret Invasion, why is it your sixth? And then we could all talk about it. Oh, um, you know, honestly, before I did the list, I thought it was going to be higher yeah. because... I ended up liking it a lot. Um, the last episode, especially, I thought was really cool. I'm also a sucker for somebody that's very, very powerful, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's there, yeah. And there is somebody that's very, very powerful in this. I um, think we can spoil. Are we? We're doing spoilers, right? Because the show's yeah, been out for over a week. We're yeah, doing spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So yeah, Gaia uh, gets. All of the powers of at least most of the Avengers and some of the villains. Yeah. Um, she's a super scroll. She's a super scroll. Without beyond, saying it. Yeah. Oof, beyond even. They uh, did say it. They in the show. Show. Oh, yeah. did they super scroll? Yeah. They oh, didn't I missed call it. her super scroll, but it is the super scroll like he, program. He gotcha. literally mentions like we are yeah. like we'll be super scrolls. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I liked <laughs> by the by the end of it, I liked Nick Fury's spy stuff yeah, that yeah. was happening, Same. which wasn't bad at any time but he's very much um off his game nick fury in yeah. the beginning or you wonder if he's off his game or not kind of thing but then you know by the end he's like ready to go yeah. wearing his classic red beanie which i thought was weird because <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets this whole scene where he's like i'm gonna get my trench coat i'm putting the eye patch back on and my red beanie wasn't it purple <laughs> well, maroon, was, there really. wasn't a beanie. Yeah, so it, yeah it just wasn't one yeah, and it was like, yeah, eye patch trench coat. That's Nick Fury. It's bald. It gets cold. Well, I'm not you know, begrudging warm. him the hat. <laughs> it's but winter time. Sure. I, I, my suspension of disbelief ended at his headwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. His head garment. No, it was just so dra like trumped up, dramatized as his his like key look, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, it all uh, by the end of it was really good. The the stuff with Rhodey was really interesting mm -hmm. um and uh what else was cool you know when he when he goes in and he's you know, like having a hard time and he's he's in there right before he gets his abilities i was not surprised <laughs> that it was not him oh, you know? oh no I, me neither it's well, like coughing and wait, oh yeah. the radiation's gonna well, get why me. would you go in here yeah this right. is not I, him i wasn't i guessed so i i do i don't i try not to guess ahead of the show but um, I wasn't thinking and just like watching the show. And then it was about 30 seconds before the reveal that I was like, yeah, motherfucker's not there. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, a, yeah. I bet that's not even him. It was just more like, a, oh, show. Good yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. As soon as they as soon as I saw him walking and coughing to get to the destination, I was like, right. oh, that's a scroll. That's like not by him. himself. Yeah, it's not yeah it was, my first thought was. What's the matter with you? And yeah. then right after that, I was like, yeah. "Ah, he's Nick Fury. He's got it under control." Because they made a big deal of telling you that the scrolls don't aren't infected uh, affected by. Radiation. Oh, because that's where they live. There's and, a yeah. there's a um, to me the show did one terrible thing and then a bunch of really fun things. Uh, the one terrible thing was I'm I'm very upset that they killed Talos. Dude, too. dude, me too. I he's love my Ben Mendelsohn. He yeah. is so such a great actor. Sorry, and they killed Talos. I cry one. I said um, so I turned to my wife. In like the first or second episode, and we were just talking about how great Ben Mendelsohn is, how much we love him. And I was like, "Yeah, it's just a shame that he's not going to make it through this season. Like, mm -hmm. I, we know he's going to be dead by the end of it." I didn't yeah, know. I know. I thought that I thought that since they when they killed uh, uh, Maria so early, I was like, you know, they're, they're, at the best they'll fake out death for Talos. Yeah. But that was also my favorite thing about the show is that because it's a show, which I don't think it needed to be, but because it's a full show, there was like four or five stellar long 
take monologues mm-hmm. in this show, and I loved it. Like there was a couple with Nick and him and, and Talos. There was a couple with Nick and his wife. Nick's got a wife. Nick and Maria. Uh, the yeah, bar. there was there's it was it was like it was like these actors had a chance to actually act, act. Mm-hmm. for the first time in a while, and, and I, people seemed was very, very upset by this show. No, uh, man, there was all, all of Twitter was uh, just angry at this show, and and I think that has a, a lot more to do with expectations than actual quality. Mm. Uh, I, I I thought it was a really solid spy show. Like I just enjoyed watching the slow burn of it. Mm-hmm. And well, it's a much smaller show than yeah. it could have been. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe charitably some of those people had that problem with it. Was yeah. that if this was a movie, it would have been much more of a spectacle. Yeah. So what what I'm I, and I, I appreciate that and I agree with it. It would be great if this was a Avengers movie. Yeah. Uh this w- or this being the precursor to an Avengers movie. That would have yeah. been cool. But it is what it was, and I liked it for what it was. What I don't agree with is a lot of people on Twitter and stuff are, are like, well, that retroactively ruins three other movies. And I'm like, Wait, how? Well, I, because Rhodey was in them. Oh, right, right, right. And yeah. he may have been a scroll at the time. Right. So they, they keep saying the scene where uh, Tony's di- dying and Rhodey like, visits him and like touches his face and like, hello. Hmm. And they're like, that ruins this scene. And I, I don't understand that because it doesn't ruin the emotionality of the scene as a viewer and or the people experiencing it. And not only is fiction but real life littered with deep cover instances where you grow true affection for those that you're around. If anything, that might have radicalized him more, the fact that he spent five years in this skin and it still didn't work. Oh, that's interesting. So, like, I, yeah. I don't see why people, I don't know, it's just we have a reactionary culture where everything sucks because it wasn't exactly what I thought. Yeah. And no one wants to really just kind of consider the other yeah. possibilities. That is true. Yeah. I, I can see where they're coming from. Like, oh, I really loved Endgame, and now that event isn't yeah. what I thought it was. Um I, I can think, see being disappointed. It doesn't you know? undermine Endgame, though, at all. Like, that's how stories work. If you're emotionally involved... Then that the story that might means, have done something good. That means they were good at telling a story. Yeah. That doesn't mean it was a good story. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? However, or one that you liked. Yeah. Does yeah. the story's success hinge yeah. on the one and a half seconds For that Rhodey no. <laughs> is touching a right, dead right. man's face? For me, no. But I could see somebody. You know what I mean? I won't begrudge them. Real like, Rhodey stands. Oh, I, I will begrudge yeah. them because I think okay. it's an irrational response to... Hmm. Art. Somebody uh, had. Yeah. Uh, I saw a pretty good post where someone said it would have been amazing if, when they went and got Rhodey out of his um, stasis, if it was Terrence Howard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my one question about this show: uh, they have all of the Avengers and possibly some um, villains. villains DNA Definitely. powers. Yeah. Harvest. And um, they decided to keep it all in one glass jar. Yeah, you gotta Not mix they. that stuff up. Just Nick. Why would you? Like, I no. can understand if they had to break in, they had to go get the DNA, and he wound up putting it all in one thing because it was all a bunch of different vials. But it's like, no, it's just sitting there. He was like, DNA of everyone? <laughs> shake it, shake, shake. There you go. Well, it just seems strange to me. Like, why I'm would sure you? He had his reasons. I would have loved to know what that reason was. <laughs> well, he's Nick Fury. Yeah. He doesn't tell Other you Other than his we need to get this done quickly, so we're just yeah, going to yeah, make yeah. it all one vial. That might have been the reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, anyway. Didn't bother me. Yeah. Oh, um, okay, so that's Secret Invasion. Uh, Nailed it. I will say this is like the area of the list that it's everything is like by a hair yeah. moved yeah. around, right? I found that for a lot of the lists. Like, 
from like it wasn't, eight down. And not that, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> not that everything was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. It was just all about the same level, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So now we're back on it. JD, what is your number six favorite? Ms. Marvel. Len, what is your number six favorite? My number six is Hawkeye. Noel, your number six favorite is The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, oh. which was retitled Captain America and The Winter Soldier at the end. That's oh, at the That's end. True. At the end. It's yeah, not yeah, now yeah. presented as. Uh, okay. No, no. You okay. know, that would be, that'd be, that'd be that'd pretty dope cool if they too. did that. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, change yeah. the title card altogether. <laughs> Robert Monroe Jr. says about um, Secret Invasion, I was hoping that Garrick would have survived so we could see a super scroll fight the heroes. Oh, Gravik, you mean. Gravik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so now we're at number five. Halfway through, hmm. Brian, what is your number five show? Ms. Marvel. Hey. My number five. JD, what is your number five? Moon Knight. Len, what yes. is your number five? She Hulk. Uh, my number five is also Moon Knight. Oh. Level playing field. Number four, Brian, what do you got? Wanda Vision. Number four. Number four, JD, what do you got? She Hulk. Oh. Len, what is your foe? Ms. Marvel. Mine's Hawkeye. These are all kind of dancing yeah, around yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. We're, yeah, we're gonna talk about like five in a row in a second. Uh, Brian, what is your number three? Hawkeye. JD, I'd like you to talk about your number three. My number three is WandaVision, the very first of the Disney Plus releases, uh, the television show Slate, and I thought it was so much fun and the different looks at eras of sitcoms mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i thought was just such a great idea such an interesting way to tell this story that we saw in the comic books with uh house of m right and sort of like the downfall of the scarlet witch uh it is nothing like the comic books but i think when adapting it to uh, a television property mm -hmm. they nailed it yeah and it was also your number three Yes, it is my number three. What? Tell me more about what you thought of it. I think that of all of these shows, um, it's the most original. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's the one that I think has the... Um, it, while it's not my number one, I think it has the most complete story, mm -hmm. even though I have some quibbles about the end. But, it, but, but for the most part, it has the most complete story. It has... Um, uh, I think the most it's the most impactful for the character. Uh, it actually does something with a character that they really hadn't done anything with. Mm -hmm. um, it's fun. It's different. Um, it was. It had the, maybe like the right amount of length. It wasn't too long. It wasn't mm -hmm. too short. Yeah, you know. Uh, it was. It, I. I just enjoyed everything about it. It's quirky. So, I had a, I had a couple qualms. I, you know, there's a couple. Well, can I? I want to. I think we might agree, but because I ranked this lower than anyone else. Oh, oh. Hmm. where was yours again? Seven. Oh wow. So I agree with everything you said, but because I think that it truly bundled the or bungled, burgled, screwed Bun up, bungled the ending. It oh. like dropped it way down. And I, I've not revisited it since, and I probably won't. Which element like, of the ending? Yeah, which was element bundled? of it? The the entirety of so like the entire show, the whole there's nine episodes. The whole first eight episodes have a very specific structure and paradigm that they're going with to take you through the story, mm -hmm. and then they just 
abandon it in for no uncertain terms for a big hand oh, beam fine. fight. Yeah, in the, in the sky. And yeah, the okay, show yeah. itself okay. didn't yeah. deserve that kind of turn. You know, I, like, I give you that. I was having so much fun, and even though it satisfied the closure of it all, I was like, well, this seems like a different team of creators just kind of tacked on an ending mm. to this show. I would say Secret Invasion felt a little bit the same as that yeah. as well. Right? We, so. had a, we had yeah. a whole big, lovely spy show, and all of a sudden it was just like, you know, Drax, Drax, uh, Drax arms fighting but each other. tonally it was the same show the whole time. And this you still one, had the Nick Fury stuff yeah. carrying through the yeah, spy fight. This, one, this yeah. one felt more like a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I will say that because it was basically hand waving in the sky, that wasn't the most. You know, if you're going to have like the big battle at the end, mm-hmm. that wasn't. Like, well, you know, I liked so I liked a lot of elements of it too. Like I like she created you know the glyphs in the dome and did oh, everything. Like, yeah, it was all super smart. It just it just at the end it felt like the the finale didn't deserve the show that preceded it mm. well you know what it felt like to me and this is why i still like it is because mm. it was quirky it felt like your favorite grant morrison comic book yeah the Which, ideas yeah. are all there and you're that. loving it yeah. and you're not sure how they're all <laughs> stitching together but you're there for the ride and then perfect. it doesn't yeah. quite yeah, perfect yeah. because landing. because that's how i feel about most grant morrison stories yep. i'm glad i went through them there are so many cool things in here but did I love it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we, but the, the, again, I like and love all of these shows. Yeah. This is just one that like so great, and then hit like it didn't bother at a me. sixty, and I'm I just think, like, all right. The thing that bothered me the most about the ending was her seeming lack of um, repercussion. Wanda just mm. she kind of like, like just floats off. She's right. just like, oh man, that, I shouldn't have done that. I guess I'll okay, bye. Um, and she was very sad at the end, though, right? Didn't she wind up in that house by herself? Well, she put herself in a house by yeah. herself. It's yeah. not like she wound up Is that the one there. where she was reading The Dark Hold? Yeah, she yeah. was reading yeah. Dark Hold. Oh, right. Yeah. That's not what so I was So she thinking. wasn't that sad. No, I was thinking she of She was the... doing more magic. You can be sad and do magic. Eh. <laughs> I, I hear you on that there wasn't any repercussions, but... And there was a part of me that at first kind of felt felt like you did. But as I thought over it more, I realized, you know what? That still is very audacious for them to do that. Yeah. Now, what the problem is is that then she shows up in Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange and they, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's a it's a cluster fuck. Now but, I, you know what I'm I'm going to on the fly, flip this and Hawkeye. So oh my god, this is my number three, right? And I don't know why it wasn't like that to begin with. Okay, Hawkeye's now number four. It doesn't affect our thing at all. But okay. uh, no. what the one thing and the reason really that none of us have talked about is the vision. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the white vision. The white vision. Yeah, man, that scene was awesome. Yeah. So Ooh, forgot the vision that. throughout. The vision is one of my favorite characters. Also, it introduces who I assume will be called Photon, who yes. I've always loved. I, right? Paris. I yeah. clapped mm-hmm. when she got her powers. Yeah. I was so excited. And so Tiana uh, Paris. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you just repeatedly said while watching it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like he says that a lot. And <laughs> yeah, other yeah. emotions crest. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, so that is why it's so high on my list yeah. right now. Um, I had, I had mentioned to Noel in the chat that these were so evenly matched that a lot of it, I was like thinking of individual moments mm-hmm. from the show to make a distinction and the fight leading into a conversation of philosophy, yeah. Yeah. two visions. So good. That is like 
one of my favorite moments in Marvel TV. Mm-hmm. You know, just the the fact that they don't fight it out, <laughs> that they have a yeah. discussion, and the ship of Theseus, uh, you know, like um, analogy. That yeah, they and use. they're they're awesome. talking. Uh, there were rumors about uh, another sh- like a a, a oh, show I, for I'm the Vision. Out hope now, still so incredibly excited for it. Uh, I think they said like Vision Quest or something. But like, I would. Absolutely great. And also, too, everything that stems from this show, if they reuse it, like there's going to be an Agatha show. Sure. I'm oh, super she's excited. Great. She's always great. She's I'm awesome. super Catherine excited Han. for yes. literally all of it. Yeah. yeah. Just this, like the way it all shook. Uh, mm. This was the, the biggest risk of a show. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, but it just, the other ones I think were stronger as holes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right on. Ready to move on? Let's yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's go to my number three, and we're gonna start talking about it, which is Miss Marvel. I thought Miss Marvel was the most charming, most effective, most pleasant, uh, hilarious, creative shows that Disney has done. Hmm. I thought the first episode was that. Agreed. The first, <laughs> first episode, episode was great. Ah. Where she, you know, the whole animated information Love drops. That. Oh, it's great. And it really made up for the fact that it takes her a very long time yeah. <laughs> to get to being Ms. Marvel, which was a downside of the show for me. Mm. But yeah, and I don't know what it. I I also love Miss Marvel. Um, mm. I really I love the character, and I was tickled by the show. Mm. That for some reason that show and I guess maybe Secret Invasion are the two shows that I felt the budget on. Like it didn't have a big budget. Like it. Mm. It just felt a little cheaper than the rest of the shows for whatever reason. I don't know what that reason hmm. is, but there was something about Miss Marvel specifically that just felt like I was watching a YA version of a Marvel show, and Which not is just what it was not be, just thematically in 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 um, quality. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, because I I loved I like the story. I like the changes that they made to her. I it's kind of neat. I, you know, I'm, I've never been huge on the Embiggen thing because you can't really animate that correctly yet. You know, we've seen Mr. Fantastic and all sorts of stretchy abilities and it never quite looks right. So making her sort of a green lantern, I thought was a neat idea. Oh, also, um, I have never felt that her power set was befitting of somebody in the Marvel family. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't thematically vibe mm-hmm. with those. So I really liked the change in the yeah. MCU of her having an energy-based power yeah, yeah. set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have it as my number four, and that is totally based on the... F- first two episodes mm. i watched them i felt felt that they were charming i thought they were original i thought they were quirky and funny just like you said no but i also realized that the that i didn't feel like these were for me mm. so i didn't complete the series but i could still recognize at least to me yeah. quality that i could see people really enjoying and that's mm. why i so it, I it, so high. it felt like a breath of fresh air for yeah, me and i, I exactly. i've revisited it two or three times it's yeah, wonderful that's awesome yeah it's yeah, a great show nice that's and i'm very much looking forward to her in the marvels yeah. you know it's also cool that she's a fan of the superheroes yeah. she's writing the new book so we got to that yeah. no oh that's true too yeah. i meant the character though yeah, 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 yeah. A fan general, yeah. of the, of oh, the oh, that, that's yeah, 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 you're right. But that is also cool yeah. that, that yeah. she's on the, the new comic. Yeah, well, uh, there was like a bunch of stories about how um, on the set of the Marvels, everyone just kind of asked her, Iman Vellani mm-hmm. asked her questions about continuity. Yeah. Oh, that's and cute. I yeah, absolutely like, love that's great. that she has a problem with the MCU being labeled 616. Yeah. 
I love that. <laughs> that makes sense. I also have that yeah. problem. Yeah. And she's like, this isn't 616. That's this other one. Yeah. You have a multiverse. And I, yeah. I really, that was, that uh, really was, agree with her I on like that, that one. I like that point yeah. she made, yeah. Um, so uh, now we're just going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Brian. Tiana Paris. You finished. Well, Dane says for WandaVision, I thought Evan Peters was coming back as Quicksilver, but he was just Ralph Boner. Yeah. I thought that joke w didn't land. I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Sure. And that's about it. Yeah. 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 And they pulled the rug out from under you, and you're like, well, you got us, but I, I'm I was okay really with excited that. about cool. yeah. Well, I'm okay with the rug being yeah, pulled. Yeah. I'm, I have no, it just wasn't like funny. That okay, My favorite yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. rug pull was the Trevor. That was wonderful. I love Trevor. Trevor. So Man many 3. people were mad at Iron Man 3 for the what they did to the Mandarin. Trevor oh, Slattery. Right, right, Trevor right, Slattery. Right. Yeah. yeah. Love it was that. awesome. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Brian, number yes. two. Let's talk about it. Moon Knight. Yep. Ooh. I loved wow. it. Wow. Yeah. I loved it. I love uh, Moon Knight yeah. in general. I think uh -huh. he's awesome. I love uh, Egyptian-themed stuff, and mm. I thought... Uh, Oscar Isaac did a really good job mm -hmm. as the uh, job. dissociative identity disorder character. Um, I loved how they showed that too in the very oh, beginning yeah. where the guy is like just finding himself in various places. Mm -hmm. um, I thought the the imagery of all of the uh, you know more fantastical um, Egyptian god stuff was really well done. And I love the atmosphere of the of the whole story. So yeah, I really dug it. I love the show too. I loved it a lot. Um, it, I thought the it's it feels like the ballsiest of all these shows mm. uh, in not only content because who gives a shit about Moon Knight? <laughs> they made huge changes to the character and just like went full swing on it, mm. and that the climax of a couple of the episodes were almost all internal and then they showed him they showed the internal struggles externally or just visually yeah. there's there's entire episodes where he is in the underworld with manifestations of his other personalities yeah. and yep. they're working together yeah the show took huge freaking swings yeah. Yeah. and it's not like a oh the power of a god cool you literally see gods <laughs> fighting each other like kaiju yeah, yeah. and yeah. then what people complain about the most, I thought was one of the coolest things the show did at all, which was how they handled that final fight. Yeah. Of just, you yeah. don't see it. Yep. I thought it was cool. And I'm like, yeah. this is great. Yeah. I loved the show because, like, up until then, I had tons and tons of great choreography and fights and special effects. Mm. I didn't need three minutes of more. Yeah, yeah there was I cool needed, stuff. I needed yeah. it to service the story, mm -hmm. and it did. And, I loved it. I oh. absolutely love Moon Knight, and I wish and hope that there's going to be another one. Oh, I hope so. Also, kind of in a similar vein, the way that they hint and hint and hint at another personality mm -hmm. yeah. and don't show it until like the story's over, really. Yeah. 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 yeah, so a bunch of people thought that they were being cheated, and you're like, no, 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 that that's cool. That's literally the story that yeah. <laughs> we are not privy to this person yet. Yeah, yeah and I hopefully we are later, yeah. you know. I don't, what did you think of Moon Knight? Did you finish it? I did not finish Moon Knight, oh. so you're this... Like, oh, spoilers. He's the Brian. <laughs> I spoiled it. What? The Moon whole Knight show. <laughs> he wasn't listening. Fine. Oh, and dude, Ethan Hawke. Oh, he yeah. was great. Ethan Mother F and Oh, Hawk. he was great. Yeah. yeah. I saw like the first, I think like first two or three episodes and it was good. I, I love, I love Oscar Isaac. Mm. I, I just like him as an actor. He never lets me down. Um, I thought some of the, the images were, were fine, but I just didn't care. No, I'm, I'm just sorry. I just didn't care. I mean, a so lot of people don't it. even care about Moon Knight the comic. I don't. 
Yeah. I don't care about Moon Knight. He's never been a character that I've gravitated towards. Uh, the only thing that brought me into this show was Oscar Isaac, who I think is wonderful. Um, and I I thought it was really fun. Uh, mm -hmm. All the things that you said uh, that we've already touched on, the the DID? Yes. Yeah, of it all. Um, and how the, the jumping around in time and place and everything I thought was really fun. And the fact that they took those big swings with the afterlife yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very, very cool. I, I, one of the little tidbits that I really liked is a lot of people were giving Oscar Isaac flack because of his British accent as Mark. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because that's what Steven thinks the British person sounds like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. Uh, the, also to like a side note, the directors of some of the episodes are, uh, Benson and Moorhead. Mm hmm. Um, who, if you've not seen them, go watch Spring, go watch oh, The Endless, yeah. go watch, um, I forget the other one. But I know what you're talking about, yeah. Uh, just the, the, everything that that, that writing and directing team made, watch it, because it's, their shit's great. And I'm glad that they're working on, like, Marvel stuff now. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so, JD, what is your number two? My number two is Hawk. Guy. Let's talk about it. So, uh, just like Moon Knight, I've never been particularly into Hawkeye as a character until the graphic novel, the the, the comic book series by Matt Fraction, Matt Fraction, Matt Fraction yeah. and David Aja, which we reviewed on the show, which is so so good. Um, and I just I really like Jeremy Renner's portrayal of the character, and I really like um, the new Hawkeye. I love Kate Bishop, um, Kate Bishop played by. Haley Stanfield. Haley Stanfield. She is fantastic. Academy Award winning. Right. Is she from um, True Grit? Yep. And oh. the the only good Transformers movie, Bumblebee. Um, you, in my estimation, that was a smart thing for them to creating title. Rise of yeah, the Beasts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just thought it was really charming. This is probably the one that I've revisited the most. Like I'll just put it on, and it helps that it's a Christmas show. Yeah. So now when Christmas comes around, I'm the Seasonal. last Christmas came around. I was like. Okay, um, I can't believe it's been that long already. That like another, years. yeah, another Christmas has, has been passed. two. Yeah, there was a Christmas after it premiered. Yeah, yeah. really, right? right? Yeah, intriguing. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I, I just um, oh, and um, what's his name? I didn't realize until recently that I've been watching the actor who plays Swordmaster mm -hmm. in Better Call Saul. He plays uh, Lala Lalo. I have no idea. Nobody. Anyway, I knew him from he's some amazing. other thing that I forget now. And he's I was amazing like, oh, in Better Call Saul. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's just the whole thing, I think, fires on all cylinders. I really like the down-to-earth elements uh, when we're coming from things like WandaVision mm -hmm. um, and She-Hulk and all that sort of stuff. And it's just people trying to trying to do what they do uh, in New York City. I like to see like, Jeremy Renner get a, a chance to like really like be the guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I also appreciated that this was his moment to shine mm -hmm. yet he does have to share the stage yeah. and you get the sense that he was very graciously shares the stage mm -hmm. yep. with Haley um, mm -hmm. and it was also welcome to see my man Vincent D'Onofrio oh yeah oh right right Kingpin the, <laughs> the forevermore yeah. Kingpin yeah like back on the scene, uh, I, I did like uh, Hawkeye a lot. I thought it maybe got a little bit overstuffed, like them trying to throw an echo in there and, mm -hmm. and, and her story. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought it maybe got her. a little little overstuffed, but 
but for the most part it's a it's a lot of fun so yeah. Yeah. yeah for me this is the this is the part it, it landed in the part of my list where like on any given day it'll switch out uh but yeah it's incredibly strong and really really fun to watch and i did love the kingpin of it all yeah. and um i think vincent d'onofrio actually like to him it is the same kingpin as the one yeah. in daredevil which is totally fine sure yeah. but um his whole story in his head was that he did disappear in the snap Hmm. And showed up in the blip with all of his stuff gone. So this is hmm. him trying to <laughs> regain his oh, school. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's his whole headcanon for, oh, yeah. for why Kingpin is different in this show, yeah, but yeah. still the same Wearing character. Wearing Hawaiian shirts and like yeah. a white yeah. fedora. Because his stuff is gone. Crazy. Yeah. He's not crazy as rich as he was before. Yeah, yeah. And he that's, has to regain all of his... Uh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I like well that. With, yeah. Yeah. And now I agree with, with all you guys. That was the signature element of Hawkeye was... It was a lot of fun, yeah. right? And that's why it was so high on my list, especially for being about Hawkeye, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, Hawkeye is not a character that I've ever gravitated to. Even, I mean, I like the Matt Fraction thing. The movies, he's fine. Like, mm-hmm. he's not he's not a bad part of anything, but um, he's certainly not the one that I'm like, oh, Hawkeye just did ah! this thing. And he's, yeah, yeah. Uh, usually. And uh, the LARPers were a lot of fun. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah. That, was a, that was a fun addition. Oh, and, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, they were a good time. And uh, yeah, it was just like you know bouncing around, having a having a blast while they take care of their oh, mission. Yeah. Yeah. Yelena shows up again too. Yelena Belova. Oh my god, right. I can't believe I forgot to mention Florence Pugh, who um, is the absolute oh, best yeah. part of that show. How did I forget? I don't know about best part, but she, I hear you. she is the best part of that show. I have watched that scene multiple times by itself, where she's making macaroni and cheese with hot sauce for. Um, that does sound good. For Hawkeye. I'm yeah. hungry. So she is so delightful in this show. Is that her first yeah. appearance? As? No. no. Second. No, she was in Black Widow. The movie. Was Oh, Hawkeye was after Black Widow? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I clearly oh, have no so idea good. when that let's, premiered. Because now I'm hungry. <laughs> let's let's carry forth. Um, Len. I'm going to sally for Let's all talk yes. about your number Classic two. comic strip. Let's all talk about my what? Your number two. Oh, my number two, which is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let's talk about it. Um... I like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think it's the one, it's the show that of all of them that I was rooting for the most mm-hmm. um, because I am a Anthony Mackie fan and um, Sam Wilson fan, baby. Sam Wilson baby. fan. And, but, but I'm a Sam Wilson fan, but I also like, I was rooting for him and I was rooting for his turn into Captain America yeah. to be taken seriously and done uh, right, right? Uh, um and and but still be very thoughtful. And they took the time to to do that um by introducing in um Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. I was gonna say Isaiah Wright. I was before this show had come out, I think we were all sitting there going, they better do Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. If they, if they do the show and they don't have him they gotta touch like, it. Oh they're doing it. By they're the doing it. Inimitable Carl Lumley. Of course, yeah. it worked, and e- and then even bringing in the um the rogue captain guy, I Wyatt Russell. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, well, what's the the character? Johnny Walker. Uh, no, I Captain. Uh, Isn't it? U.S. agent. U.S. US agent. agent. Yeah. Like bringing in U.S. agent. I was like, he was so bringing dope. in U.S. agent. Yeah. It works. Okay, it works. Like <laughs> honestly, the 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 thing that the show didn't need it didn't need the winter soldier but the winter soldier was <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's> yeah, so <laughs> true uh, i needed it for their interactions together okay, you I, needed that. them together their buddy cop elements of this show i yeah. found hilarious it, it was really like they, that would have been cool but quiet as kept they could have put a mask on his sister and she could have been like a new bucky and i'd have been happy oh, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean okay. so cool, but no but so yeah. i i just really liked it um i thought that it 
it tried to be um, like lean on what the Captain America movies turned into, kind of like a little bit of a spy type of thing, yeah. um, and having like international intrigue. Uh, I don't think it one hundred percent hit, but I still I did like a Winter Soldier and his um, Falcon's chemistry. I like the ele- the evolution of him into Captain America. Uh, and like I said, I was just rooting for it, so that's why it's very high on my list. I I absolutely love the show. I unfortunately it has the same problem that a couple of these shows do that um, it would be better serviced as like a three hour movie as opposed as to opposed a six to, hour yeah. Yeah. television this one, this show. A little long this one specifically because I think that in a lot of ways it's incredibly successful, but then in a couple of other ways it's way too ambitious. Yeah. Like yeah. it was so ambitious plot wise that by the time they come to the conclusion, you kind of roll your eyes because, like, you were never going to be able to solve this. Mm-hmm. So, like, so the idea of people becoming refugees when they come back from the blip and their homes are no longer such there. Such a cool idea. It's such a yeah, great idea. I love that. And that um, terrorists and freedom fighters stem from that whole thing. And then, right. like, so, like, these are all awesome ideas, but by the time they get to, like, really solving them, there's no show left, mm-hmm. and it's just Anthony Mackie being an incredible actor, having to deliver the corniest speech. <laughs> yes. Well, also everything up until there, I was like, "This is banger show." I'm gonna skip this speech, and I can't wait for his movie. <laughs> like that's basically right. it. Like because the, the yeah. show is just too big. It basically is a the big six episode trailer for the movie. Basically, mm-hmm. very much so, and especially because it solves a problem with his character that we didn't have. <laughs> Before the move, yeah. before it started, where you're like, oh, I thought you were going to be Captain America. Yeah, yeah. And then you didn't want it. I was surprised by the first episode too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, what? You're like, well, now you're just putting the shield there. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I did like the reveal of why though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. But it was just, I think part of the reason that it feels like the trailer for his movie is we were under the impression he was just ready to be Captain America, yeah. and then he's like, no, I'm not. Um, I think to the point that you were making, Noel, um, this show gets a really big pass for not being able to show the whole story that they I think filmed yeah um oh, be- right. because a lot of it had to do with a pandemic yep and yeah. they took that part out uh, very understandably and I think rightfully but it didn't help the show narratively you and know? Uh, they also filmed that. stuff with Florence Pugh and Chris Evans yeah oh, that, is that, they, right? that didn't wind up on uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't cut. know that yeah yeah huh. Chris Evans as young Captain America Captain America or young, old man old, I don't know yeah no oh, idea okay. yeah. it just says mm. Florence Pugh and Chris Evans had filmed cameos for the series as Yelena Belova and Steve Rogers respectively but they were both cut from the final product How about that Yelena's appearance was removed due to the, to the delay of Black Widow the film yeah, yeah, the, yeah though why got Steve up was with taken that. out is unknown yeah that's the other thing like the pandemic just like kind of like actually I'm glad they got rid of Steve um, one, his ending was great. Yeah. And two, mm. the show didn't need another comparison. Like the character struggle was strong enough than to have to actually like, again, remind you Steve is there. Well, it could you know, have like, also, I think it was fine. I wonder if it was uh, something with Isaiah Bradley in the past. It could oh, have yeah. been. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's true. Maybe. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, as much as I like the idea of the Flag Smashers as uh Refugee freedom Refugee, fighters. Yeah. yeah. I just, every time they were on screen, I was the, all, sucked all the sail, all the wind out of my sails for this show for some reason. Hmm. I, like the idea was neat, but I, the execution just left me kind of bored. And I loved US Agent. Yeah, I he loved, was awesome. Yeah. Walker yeah, was, was really so good. good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm a that, big fan of his from not that many things, but yeah. I just that think three he's way great. that three way fight. I think episode mm-hmm. like four yeah. starts with a fight between the three of them. Uh, I love Winter Soldier. I love Stan. Sebastian stands. Yeah. So like I'm I'm down for any movie that Mackie is in and Sebastian Stan in are in these characters. Any movie, anything. I, I want to see them the, forever. I forgot that the Dora Milaje show up in there. Oh, yeah, take oh, their oh, arm yeah, 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 oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> and that was the, the acting that he does with no words of just like absolute betrayal. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> fuck. Yeah. That was awesome. And like um yeah, no, I, I, the more I think about the show the better with the winter so the winter soldier flirting with his sister uh, yeah the funniest <laughs> shit yeah. it was awesome yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. The, the show's got so much going for it it's yeah it's it's i think it i think it's moved higher on my list now like hmm. i love the show um so let's we're going to skip cuz you all shared the same number 1 but i Did didn't we? i wondered if cuz nobody's mentioned it yeah so it's my number 2 okay so i'm going to talk about my number 1 and then we'll skip to our number one. You're everyone cool. else is number one. Cool. My favorite MCU show has been She-Hulk. Ah, ah nice. Interesting. Because I love the comic She-Hulk. Yeah. This television show, more so than any of the others in my estimation. Is the comic. It is the comic. Mm. It also understood the assignment. Yes. By maintaining a specific tone and sitcom style mm-hmm. and then following through to its natural conclusion for it to be just like a perfect bow. I adored this show. That is my second most rewatched show. I, it is, it is, it, and it, the, the rewatches, much like when reading reward. the comic, are more and more rewarding. They do reward. In the dialogue, in the visual representation, like, it is a, an amazing show. Hmm. Absolutely loved it. It's it's a good one. I didn't, I didn't like to put it as my number nine, right? Yeah. Like, I... First of all, I love Tatiana Maslany. Oh, in yeah. she's the best. She's, she's so good. Amazing. Yeah. Um, this was another one of those where moments from it were highly considered. They just didn't end up pulling. Like everything between her and Daredevil was outstanding. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the first episode, I thought it was going to be my favorite show, mm-hmm. and then I was let down by. I didn't feel like they lived up to the premise of a superhero lawyer, yeah. right? And yeah. they would have like superhero lawyer stuff yes in it yes they rarely used existing character like the one that he's not donnie blaze for some reason they create a new character rather than using somebody who is named something very similar to ghost rider and i don't understand why and then the one that is kind of like that the immortal Mm -hmm. man i forget what his actual name is um the solution doesn't make sense the premise doesn't make sense because they're like they know he's alive still. Yeah. They're in a world of superpowers. He doesn't fake his own death. And she wasn't involved. Yeah. No. You know? And there was a lot of elements of the show that I liked. I liked her performance. I liked the uh, high-powered lawyer who's there was great. I found that comedic relief woman to be just like... Oh, I loved her. Paint by numbers MCU. You know, I was like, Which at that point... Are you talking about her secretary? I'm like her, no, her best no, no, friend? No, no, no. she was cool. The best friend was, was cool. With the, Madison with the Y and the two yeah, ends the or something. Yeah, and the two ends and her with Wong. I um, loved her. Yeah, and I, a lot of people did, I, and I, I don't hold really that fun. against her. So anyone. I loved, I loved yeah. the... I actually really loved the Immortal subplot mm-hmm. because that was one of those, like, in-the-weeds instances of something that is clearly obvious, not having legal precedent. Hmm. So there was no solution for it that was created. So yeah. it was it was having to posthumously 
um, settle uh, estates as well, opposed to. <laughs> but there's no legal precedent for alive or dead in regards to hmm. the filing being made of his death. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they had to come up with a creative solution, I which I thought that was fun. Just if you faked your own death, yeah, like, like he did. Yeah, but, but, I guess you so. know. Yeah. That that's it was, yeah. I loved it. That's, no, I, but he actually I did die. Though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Legally, he actually did die. Yeah, but if you are declared dead and then they revive you, do you lose all your assets? But you're legally not declared dead when uh, you are di- when you die and then two minutes later they revive true. you. That's true. It's all about okay. like legality. Yeah, but she wasn't in it. No. <laughs> she wasn't in that one. But, but I, yeah. everyone else was no, I know. charming. I was yeah, fine yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, it. It's number four on my list okay. because of that. Yeah. I found the show to be endlessly charming. I really love Tatiana Maslany mm-hmm. and all of the uh, her side characters, her, her friends supporting and whatever, characters. supporting uh, cast. But I really wanted a smarter show really. about the law yeah. and, and sort of the things that Dan Slott touches on in his She-Hulk run. Uh, there are many, many actual court cases that are just as engaging, right. if not more so, than the superheroics. Mm. And I just felt like this show was not as engaging with the courtroom stuff as I wanted it to. Yeah, they didn't really do it. And they had an opportunity to use like real obscure yeah. characters mm-hmm. that you'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. You yeah. know, yeah. I, li- I liked it for all the same reasons that you guys did, but um, ultimately the failure to me was, and I know they they couldn't help it. It's just, it was the special effects. Oh, it's like right. I didn't. Kind of brutal at times. Like she Hulk, like the, the She Hulk was like wonky, yeah. like mm-hmm. going back and forth, like in quality. And it just, I couldn't. There's some, there's some scenes where the She Hulk CGI is great. Yeah. And she makes a specific face or whatever. And you mm. can really feel like that. It feels like almost real. Uh, but there's a lot of. There's a lot BS. of. It's not quite as the flash bad. No. Mm. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but you hadn't seen the flash yet at that point, right? So, right. Yeah. But in retrospect, yeah. as much as I was like, "Ooh, this CGI is fu- yeah. funky," having like, seen the flash, I'm like, "Oh, it's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good." Now, sure there enough. was one point that I think you'll agree with me on, Noel, that I loved was when she breaks breaks through the fourth wall. Oh yeah, oh, the final episode is the best finale of it all. Was of them. Great. <laughs> we yeah. were watching it, my wife and I, and uh, all of a sudden, the, like, was it the Disney Plus screen just comes yeah. up, yeah. and we're both like. Because we have a we have, we have, you think we have, have, a child. Remote. We right. have an infant right. child who will just grab the remote and press buttons. And we look to Kai and we're like, honey, where's the... Re-? And we're like, oh, no, she's coming out of the thing. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, you got us. The conversation really was amazing yeah. <laughs> that she had with, I forget. Kevin was Feige. It called Feige? Kevin Feige. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, Ke- yeah. It was Kevin. Kevin? K-E-V-1-N oh, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Robert Monroe says She-Hulk needed more law and order and less... Ally McBeal. Ally McBeal even had more legal. So That's it's, true. It's, yeah, it's yeah. true. I didn't mind the Ally McBealness of it, mm. but it did lead a little, a little bit more. So, so uh, let's talk about everyone's number one. Everyone else's number one. Here we go. Loki. Loki. Yeah. Loki. Here we go. This is my number two. I, I yeah. love this show. Yeah. Brian, take it away. Um, this was just a winner in all aspects, mm-hmm. right? Like. This was the show that I watched it, and I was like, man, I am enjoying this as much as anything from the MCU, give or take, you know. Um, I love Loki as a character in the MCU. His interaction with Owen Wilson's character was outstanding. Um, 
I love multiverse stuff mm -hmm. anyway. Me too. Uh, so that was great. Um, you get to see some awesome character growth from this version of Loki where it kind of like catches him back up to the Loki that was gone. You get to see a bunch of other Lokis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they were a lot of fun, including the classic comics looking Loki. Yeah. Um, Alligator Loki. Yes. Yeah. And uh, grunts from Chris Hemsworth as Frog Thor yeah. was great. And that was a bunch of cool Easter egg stuff. The Thanos copter mm -hmm. in that realm, wherever yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, his uh, back and forth kind of philosophical interplay with... Uh, What's her name? <laughs> the female. Sylvie. Yes. Sylvie. That was. She was great. That was great. Um, the decisions that they make and the introduction of a variant of Kang. Um, yeah, I thought he was majors. phenomenal in it too. My favorite. My favorite. My favorite bit of this show is the subtext mm -hmm. of Loki managing to find love. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it's. Not just external, it's also internal. It's the love for himself. Mm -hmm. And that just happens to also be another version of himself. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So it's it's contextual. It's yeah. it's subtextual and contextual at the same time because mm. the character's actual journey had to learn how to act. So he witnessed himself go through change, mm -hmm. but didn't actually go through the change. So it was like, well, I gotta figure out how to do that in mm -hmm. some un no uncertain terms. And you know, like anybody that's even cursory read a self-help book or just stupid memes on Instagram of people's like feel good positives. Yes. You have to learn how to accept you. Mm. And I thought that his journey in doing that meeting versions of himself mm. was so fucking cool. It was so, so incredibly cool. It was so dope because going into the series, I wondered, okay, how are they going to make him still be Loki, mm -hmm. but be the protagonist of this series? Yeah. And they figured out a way. He was he never was not the jerk off that he had <laughs> yeah. been in like multiple movies. Yeah. He was always still that same dude. But he but you just learned so much more along with him as you took that ride. And it was just really inventive and smart and fun and you know, took me by surprise sometimes. Mm. And uh, I thought the special effects were, they worked. Oh, yeah, the special effects, probably Very the good. best of the whole, of yeah. all of the shows, I yeah. think. Yeah, and uh, you know, and you know, and look, when Jonathan Major shows up, you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, all right, yo. His performance was, it feels so strange to me that he is at, 12 bordering on 13 and it's almost too much mm -hmm. they never quite get there but there's a couple of times where i'm like if you go any any if you chew any more scenery man uh, <laughs> you're gonna be out of set uh, did you guys see the trailer for the second season no no i refuse to watch it oh i was gonna show it to you but all right um <laughs> october 6th it comes back i know oh, i gotta, wow. gotta rewatch the, the, ep the uh, first season yeah. you know you know it's interesting Noel. you were saying the you know the journey of him loving himself mm -hmm. um extra interesting twist at the end where Sylvie's like, I'm not you. Yeah. Um, was very cool. She's not where he is yet. Right. Well, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I also thought it was a really cool, uh, science fictionally cool th thing that they did where she was hiding 
in places that were about to be destroyed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that was cool. She didn't show up because there's no ramifications after that. Yeah, uh, very clever way yeah, to that hide. That was cool. I forgot know? about that. That is yeah. cool. And you remember that scene with him and Owen Wilson where he's describing that and he's ruining the salad. And oh, Owen no. Wilson's like, that's my salad. <laughs> you know, <what> <laughs> it was great. Uh, Hal2814 says, the introduction of He Who Remains was so good, and I love me some Miss Minutes. Oh, also great. Yeah. Who uh, who voiced Miss, Miss Minutes? Minutes? It's somebody who's uh, showing up The same in person one- that is Harley Quinn and... Right, Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Oh, right, right. Tara Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the animated mascot show. Miss Minutes was inspired by the animated character Mr. DNA oh, Mr. from DNA. Jurassic Park. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, that's all of them, guys. Yeah, we did cool. it. Oh, Very uh, cool. Shows, I guess they did it. We just talked Shows about it. coming up that. are Loki Season 2, mm-hmm. Echo, November 29th. Who's cool. excited for Echo? I am. I'm excited because because all of these shows have been all, around the same, and I've enjoyed all of them. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, next year is Ironheart. I'm excited, excited for that. that. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I hope she gets a better costume yeah. than she had in... Well, they, they took that one from her. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why. That's the hope. Um, Ironheart, um, Marvel Zombies, something else. Oh, Agatha. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm and excited for that. Um, primarily because I'm excited whenever Catherine Hahn gets yeah, she's on great. something. Anything, yeah. you know? um, but I, I mean, not that I didn't like her in WandaVision. I should do have it up. Um, Echo, Ironheart, Agatha, Daredevil, Born Again. Whoa. And a cool. uh, new season of What If. The only ones that are dated right now, though, are Echo and Loki. Yeah, everything else those just might be pushed back. Twenty twenty four. Did they yeah. say something? Was it in like some logo or something for Vision Quest, or was that not a real thing? Not a real thing not yet. Real but thing. I mean, yeah. they, like we know it's not been announced, but we know that they've already like cast and been filming a Wonder Man show. Oh, really? Oh, we did not know that. Yeah, I remember hearing yeah. about that. I he plays know Wonder that. Man. Yeah, Yaya Abdul Mateen. Who's that? He, uh, did you see the Watchmen TV series? Yeah. He plays, um, uh, Johnny, oh. Johnny Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. I know. Dr. Yeah. Manhattan. James yeah, yeah. Watchmen. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's good. He's good. The best part. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And Marvel Zombies, uh, is coming. Just no date yet. Uh, and then a bunch of, yeah. Vision Quest is like, there's a showrunner and a head writer, but it's not. Yeah. yeah nothing just... else is in production. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching all oh, of so them. so there is something official for Vision Quest. Uh, just a... Like some... A writer has been hired. It's not just like, we think this would be cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. cool, cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite Marvel Disney Plus show has been. If maybe you hated them all, tell us that too. Yeah, um, please. And we're going we're gonna to go go to sleep. That's it. We're done. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, and we will talk That's at fine. you later. do Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.